When you're the queen, you do what you want. And I, I mean, every <laughs> every woman is a queen, but I mean like like the queen, right? Yeah. So queen Elizabeth's doctor said, Madam, you need to rest, health issues, whatever. And he said, two weeks. You need to rest for a couple of weeks. But at the young age of 95, she was seen driving her car by herself, wearing her sunglasses and headscarf. So... <laughs> Uh, also, I guess when you're the queen, you inspire others. Mary, when you are 95, yeah, what do you hope to still be doing? Um, ooh, I think the ladies will agree with me on this one. I just want to be able to draw my eyebrows on properly. Oh, that's all I want. Gosh. <laughs> Mary and Josh Daily Podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned partner with a direct lender advantage. Mary. Josh. Daily. Mary. Josh. Daily. I mean, who's going to who's gonna tell her no, right? Like Queen Elizabeth's <laughs> doctor told her to rest for a couple weeks, health concerns. She went out for a drive on her own instead by herself behind the wheel. So Mary, you had just mentioned what you hope to be doing when you are 95. What was that again? I want to be able to draw my eyebrows on properly and like at a good angle, Josh. It's important for us ladies. Uh, well, and don't put the pointer of that pencil in the wrong spot. The eyeballs are going to hurt. Christy, uh -huh. how about you? My grandmother was 96 when she passed away. Mm -hmm. And she was more or less confined to a wheelchair to get around home. So Aww. I just want to be able to be up walking around and enjoying life and my family. Yeah. So. I think a lot of people are going to end up there. Like, that's, I got bad eyes and bad ears, and I just want to be able to see and hear people. Like, really, that's, <laughs> that's the most important thing. So, yeah, just, just to be able to enjoy life. If she can do it, can't we all dream? Right? Okay, so Queen Elizabeth, just seen at the age of 95, after doctors ordered her to rest, driving in her car with her sunglasses <laughs> and her little headscarf. Okay, she's rocking that thing. Uh, like, nobody's so, telling me what to do. It's adorable. So, Josh, for you, at the age of 95, mm -hmm. what would you still like to be able to do? I hope to be puttering. Puttering. Put yes, puttering. Like... Okay. I remember my grandfathers. Neither of them made it to their 90s, but they were always tinkering with things. They were always okay. trying to be helpful or at least feeling like they were useful. You know, they were just always, their hands were on something. So I realized being 95 might mean pajama pants at three, dinner at four, and slippers <laughs> shuffling around the house all day. But at 95, I want to be puttering around. You don't typically associate random acts of kindness with life-saving impact, mm, yeah. but this is what that can look like. National Adoption Month, and Junie wanted to share her amazing story. My mom had a baby when she was um, a teenager mm -hmm. and gave up for adoption. She found our family, this woman did, um, back in the 80s. And wow. she prayed for us all to come to Christ. No and way. And by golly, um, we did. And she, when my mom was dying of cancer, she got to pray with her to receive Christ. This debate will either make or break your family. Okay. And it's going on all over. Here we go. 
Josh, I want to know in your house, before turning on the heat, one mom decided to put together a flow chart that she then put on top of the thermostat so the kids would check it before they turned it up. It says, do you have socks on? Do you have a long shirt on? Do you have on underpants? Do you have on pants? Uh, Can you see your breath? Any order of these, no heat needed, get dressed, stop complaining. Good grief. This will not work in my house. I I like that. I like it, but it's not going to work. My boys, even in the dead of summer, they walk around our house shirtless. These are my teen boys with these enormous fuzzy robe-like blankets on. And they're like, it's so cold. I don't know Come how on. I don't know how we're going to survive the winter. The River, we're Mary and Josh. This is Don't Mess With Mama Thermostat Edition. <laughs> Kim, go ahead. My kids in the wintertime, they've got a t-shirt on or something and said, I'm cold. Like, dress in layers. Dress in layers. Uh-huh. Get more clothes on. And now my daughter, who's an adult with children of her own, she goes... I sound just like you. The kids are cold, and I say, go get some more clothes on. Dress in layers. It may not sound like they're listening and doing it, but when they're telling their own children, you know they listen. That's an encouragement and a warning at the same time. Yes. Ordinary. Every day. Heroes. <laughs> He's had quite the career. His name is Mike, now 63, now retired, Worked for the FBI for 20 years. Wow. Served our country. He was in the military for many years. Thank you, Mike. And now Mike is a school bus driver. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) I know. Quite a turn there. But this man said, you know, I'm sitting at home. I'm not working anymore, watching the news during this whole pandemic. And he said, the local newscaster mentioned, we have a school bus driver shortage. So he thought... I can help out. Hmm. My legs are still working. So he's been driving for the local school system. And he said, I think in our society, we need to get to the idea where there are no unimportant jobs. Everything matters. Well, these parents got to feel super safe, too. They got a military and FBI agent Uh, on the job every day. Mike, you are an ordinary everyday hero. Even if you're a weirdo, we still love you. (laughs) Sorry, I had to say it. So you may look around. It's only November 2nd, but you see Christmas lights in some people's homes, Mm -hmm. on the outside, on trees. It is happening. Are you an early decorator? Heidi wanted to get in on this. Either are you an early Christmas decorator person? And if you're not, what do you think about the people who are? Okay, this is not the popular thing, but I think all holidays should get their due. So we do Halloween yeah. all of October, we do Thanksgiving all of November, and we do Christmas all of December. And then yes. we do birthday all of January. There you go. Birthday is. So every holiday gets a month, so everybody gets equal, equal time with the decorations. <laughs> is it a lot of work for me? You betcha. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's the fun thing to do. So that's what we do. Every family's got somebody. Somebody who goes too early or makes too big a deal out of Christmas time so you can out them. That's fine. This is... Uh, is this a safe place? I feel like this is a safe place. It is. Not a lot of judgment, but uh, maybe a little laughter. <laughs> you can share 614-479-1049. Hi, Blaine. Well, my husband is obsessed with Christmas music to the point where he's singing them in the shower. We just had a baby four months ago, Aww. so those are her lullabies, and putting these decorations up. But the funny thing is, 
It's the day after Christmas. All of it comes down, but it starts in July. No judgment, only love. We're just trying to figure out why people decorate so early <laughs> for Christmas. Jenny, what have you seen? I lived in London for quite some time, about five years. I had a neighbor who started putting up his Christmas lights and a whole bunch of other things for Christmas from September. Oh. And he wouldn't take them down until February. I was wow. able to ask him how much his electricity bill is <laughs> monthly because it was like a whole winter wonderland. You take a moment and look at your family history. You are guaranteed to see a lot of twists and turns, ups and downs, and a couple oh, of, yeah. what was that? You know, it's just, it happens that way. I love, though, this month that highlights some of the special moments for so many families because it's National Adoption Month. It's it's just so spectacular. I love the whole idea. Jim wanted to share about his family. I have two sons. My oldest has two boys. My youngest has four kids. And I'm grateful each and every one of them, each and every day. Yeah. Both my boys are adopted. They're my wife's natural children, but they're adopted to me. God has given me the opportunity to be a part of their lives. I'm just so thankful that those kids call me grandpa. I just love it every day. So thankful. Think of the scenario. You're in one of those escape rooms. Maybe you love that. Maybe you don't. You're already anxious. I'm sorry. Breathe. It's fine. It's just a story. But you're in there with hundreds of other people, most of which you don't know, and you all have to figure out what you're supposed to do in order to escape the escape room. If it sounds intimidating, at least to me, it really is, because who's in charge? How do you communicate all the ideas with all these different people? How do you get anything done? My name is Josh, and United Faith Mortgage is the exact opposite of that room full of hundreds of strangers. They are a small family team, which allows them to give personal one-on-one service. My family has experienced it a couple of times, when we bought our home a few years ago, and then when we refinanced last year. They're great at connecting with you, and this is the best, they're great at mortgages. United Faith Mortgage has partnered with The River for years because they believe their core is the same as ours. Faith and family. See what it's like for yourself. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. Animal number 1330. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage. Produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.